The all-new Hyundai 2024 Santa Fe is equipped with everything you need to break free from the dull work week and embark on an adventurous weekend with your family. With available H-Track all-wheel drive so you can take on the dirt trails and kick up some mud. Standard third-row seating so your whole family can experience the thrill together. Available dual wireless charging pads so no one gets stuck in the great outdoors with a dead phone. Learn more about the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe at HyundaiUSA.com. Call 562-314-4603 for complete details. Take your business further with the smart and flexible American Express Business Gold Card. You can earn four times points on your top two eligible spending categories every month, like transit, U.S. restaurants, and gas stations. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Four times points on up to $150,000 in purchases per year. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash businessgoldcard. What's up, everybody? I am your host, Alan Bell. Welcome in to the Early Edge, powered by the Almighty Sports Line. We've got a great show for you lined up today. And you know what? It is the first day of March Madness. It is St. Patrick's Day. We have all kinds of holidays that we are celebrating around here. And I'll tell you what, let's go ahead and get one part of the business out of the way so that we can get to everything that we want to. Let's take a look at how we did yesterday. And oh, no. Uh, I got some X's on the board there. Look, I'm going to be honest with you. It's two days in a row here for the AB3 where we've hit the first two. And then the last one just killed us. So I'm going to take all the bad credit on that one. But you know what? As the maestro says, we always got to look forward. Excuse me. And let's do that and bring in the stars of the show right now. And gentlemen, I wanted to see your faces first, but we are got to talk about our bracket really quickly. The early edge uh, bracket madness, March Madness challenge. We want everybody to sign up. There's only a couple hours left before all the brackets lock. Look, and if you didn't see yesterday, we have all kinds of prizes on the board now, not to mention everything that we have of the winner uh, getting a hundred dollars cash, hundred dollar Paramount plus gift card. You get to come on the show and we get to like, uh, just congratulate you there. Uh, we've got money going out for Elite Eight, Final Fours, all that. But we also have, if you beat one of our experts, one random person is going to get to plan the show with Jeweler. Coach gives a shout out. Jay Smooth is jumping on a live betting call uh, with you. M Squared's giving out $100 cash. I mean, we have all kinds of things. So get in there now. CBSSports.com backslash early edge bracket. All right. Gentlemen, that's a lot of me talking right there. It's good to see you guys. Jay Smooth, how are we doing? Oh, I'm doing well, AB. It is Christmas. It is St. Patty's Day, whatever you want to call it. I don't care. We're going after that green games tip off in a couple hours. I'm out here in LA. The sun's just rising. I don't even know how coach does this at 7 a.m. every morning, but let's get it. Yeah, you know, I, I got to give him credit. Like we talked about the other day, you know, in regards to sports games and, you know, which, uh, you know, time zone that you live in, Eastern time zone. Jason, I don't know how you do it. It's brutal, man. Like games don't start till 11 o'clock at night. West Coast. Yeah, it's got to be the best. Speaking of the West Coast there, Michael Roberts, how we doing, my man? Doing great. This is a, an amazing day. Uh, best sports betting day of the season, in my opinion, just layers upon layers of games and action going on. And then you compound it. Let's layer even better St. Patrick's Day. So you get the Guinness started in the morning, get that Irish breakfast. You got all that going. And then it just builds from there. And you set your own tempo and pace and you just rock it. March 17th. Wow. 
Yeah, it is the best, right? And Mike, I ask you this, you know, you, you've got the experience of being on the other side of the sports book there. This has to be the best weekend in Las Vegas, right? It is. It is without doubt. And I'll talk about that a little more, um, just why it's so special and why it holds a test of time. Even with all the sports books everywhere and the mobile apps, Vegas is still an ultimate destination this weekend. 100% M squared here in Nashville, Google fibered up, ready to go. How are we doing? Doing well. We got the internet back. Jay Smooth's looking good out in California. I've got Micah's pool in the background. He started talking about those plans today, and I'm looking at my schedule thinking I might have to cancel one of these watch parties if I'm going to participate in some of those activities. But uh, I'm fired up, ready to go. Love some early plays today. I'm with you. All right. And Mike, I tell you what, we're going to get to the storylines that affect the betting lines for today. And I want to come right back to you, right? Like we hinted on it just a second ago. Uh, The madness of Las Vegas for this weekend. Break it down for us. Well, this is something uh, I was prepared for immediately after the Super Bowl. Your number one thing, you know, you can go anywhere in Las Vegas and watch the games. But how do you keep coming back? Customer retention. You see all DraftKings and these guys doing it now. Customer retention back in the old days was giving them something. You get together with the food and beverage director. You say, we need some cheap drinks. Let's get with Budweiser, Coors, or Miller and offer $2 beer specials. So we get that in place. So that's some of the objectives of a lot of people is cheap drinks. Give them hot dogs, bring out a hot dog cart, $2 hot dogs. And then you show the games. You have a bracket contest. We started a last man standing contest that required you to come into the book every day, but the intensity of the event, um, you know, you, you have to have extra security. You have to have extra custodians. You have to prepare for everything to make it the ultimate experience for everybody and the games take care of itself. It's already taken care of, but the book, it was a major responsibility to put on a show upon the show that you were already in. So um, I took that seriously and I didn't really get to experience the fun that everybody else did because I worked in sports books since I was 21. Didn't get to experience this till just a couple of years ago for myself hopping around. And by the way, I think it was St. Patty's Day, my first one. And just hopping around the books, uh, halftime, I guess after the uh, early games go, do a little Michael Flatley river dance and get back to the games, some drinking, a lot of fun, super fun. I wish I was, uh, I wish I was at the book today, actually. Yeah, I do too. And I'll tell you what, I, I've done it, you know, for, for a weekend out there. There's like, you know, a bachelor party mixed into it. And you're right. I mean, it was just phenomenal. And we stayed at one book, you know, each day. And we were lucky enough first to just get a table, you know, in the sports book, to be able to sit there. I mean, that was hard enough, you know, to get because there's so many people that so are there. Fun. Yeah. Oh my gosh. I, I mean, literally. Yeah. Just all day. Yeah. You hop around, hop around different books, try some different stuff out, see what's going on because everything's so close, condensed. And it, it, like I said, it holds the test of time, even with all the other sports books around the, the, the country and the mobile phone. Las Vegas is a destination for this weekend, still unmatched. You, you can't recreate it anywhere. Atlantic City, uh, no, not the same. Yeah, I'm with you. It, it, I, I 1000% endorse that. It, it is the best weekend uh, that you'll ever have. All right, Jay Smooth coming to you. Uh, late game foul situations. All right, we have got an entire slate of basketball today and tomorrow, and we're going to have all kinds of tight games, late games. What do we got? Yeah, it's going to be crazy, AB. I mean, here's the thing, though. Here's what I'm interested in. The fact that even in these games where it's not tight, right? Normally, normally in the college basketball season, late game fouls don't really come into play until it's a tight game. Like one team's down, they need to win. Well, that's 
everything's out the window now, right? Every single team here is playing in a single elimination, one game series. At the end of the game, everybody's season is on the line. So what that's going to mean is even team down 15, 12 points in the last two minutes might start throwing out some fouls to try to force some missed free throws to try to get back in the game even a little bit. It's desperation time. So don't be shocked if your team's cruising to like a 15-point victory or the under is looking good and the losing team just starts throwing out willy-nilly fouls with two and a half minutes left to try to get something to happen. I think it's just a really important bit to be aware of here. There might be some opportunities, take some late game live overs, or just understand that these teams are really going to try to claw back to make that number as small as possible at the end to give themselves a living chance at making something crazy happen. We've seen games in March Madness where 10 points can be scored in the last minute. Crazy runs can happen. Anything's possible, but a lot of it does start with those late game foul situations to put other teams at the line in pressure in pressure scenarios. Yeah, I think it's going to be very interesting. We're going to see a lot of weird fouls you're not used to seeing at the end of games. Yeah, I mean, it's do or die for everybody this time of year, whether you are, you know, a 16 seed, 15 seed, 14 seed, a one seed, two seed, yep. like, yeah, 100% on that. Now, speaking of that, all right, so this is a time of year to where you're playing your brackets but you're also betting on these games. We're going to look at the brackets here, some advice and really just advice for all of it uh, before the brackets lock here in about two hours or so M squared, break it down. Yeah. Well, I want basically want to talk about, you can use the betting market as your friend, or if you have access to betting models like Sportsline, and really look for leverage spots in your bracket uh, because the beauty of bracket games, whether you're on CBS or other outlets, they show you the percentages of where the brackets and which teams have been picked so far. Uh, so one of my favorite ones, a lot of people won't like it because a lot of people love Murray state this week. They love them in the first round, but it's so inflated to the point where it's one of the best leverage spots to pick against them in the first round of the tournament. If you go look and see the data on how many people are picking Murray State to win the first round game, it's around 70% of brackets are picking them to win that game. You go look at the betting market on that game, the implied line in most cases is around 54%, 55%. Uh, it's a massive difference between what the market has set the number at and what everyone is betting on. So go through, you can look at that at futures odds at final fours as well. You can still build a chalky bracket. You want Gonzaga to win. That's great. I actually think Gonzaga is undervalued to make the final four in terms of where the bracket percentages are based on their probability of getting there. But go look at futures odds, go look at individual game odds because you have the ability to do that for round one and you can start to make some nice leverage plays that'll separate you in those large, large bracket groups. You know, Mike, uh, yeah, Jake Smith, go ahead. Yeah, I just really wanted to jump in and, and sort of talk on that point really quick because Mike's right. I mean, that game opened plus one and a half and it has been steamed hard. Four points. It's going to close minus two and a half probably today for Murray State. People are just all over this and and it's a leverage spot in a lot of places. Like you can fade the public in big ways. It is maybe one of the best strategies for March Madness is fading the public. I mean, I, I got the plus one and a half on Murray State, but I got to say, seeing everybody on them today, I'm definitely a little worried. It's going to be a good game. Well, you know, I tell you what, you, you, you bring up an excellent point in M squared. I'm going to come right back to you. Uh, jeweler in the chat. If you could pull up uh way here, ask a great question to help sports has San Fran graded uh, an a money line, but five cappers have Murray state laying the points, which way to lean M squared. You break this down perfectly. Every time anyone has this type of question, what do you got? 
Yeah, I mean, it really comes down to do you follow the cappers or not? Uh, Do you like their process? Are you brand new to the site? Then you really have to make that decision. But ultimately, I will tell you, I lean in the direction of San Francisco still at this point. Um, I know that the reason some of the line movement we've seen is from uh, an injury uh, as well. I think that that's still being blown out of proportion just a little bit in this spot personally. Um, but yeah, it's always tough. Uh, so typically what I recommend to people there is if there's a capper that you like, you should ignore the the noise of the other cappers on it. Or if you're conflicted and say you like to follow Micah and you like to follow Jay Smooth, one of them's on each side, probably a good idea to sit this one out and pick a different game. Nice. I appreciate that. Yeah. All right, everybody, let's get into our board for today. And look, we're going to go one game here on the site and we're going to NHL. That tells you exactly what you need to know that our cappers have a ton of picks they're about to blast you with for March Madness. But we're going to go with the Hurricanes here at the Maple Leafs, uh, 7 o'clock Eastern, the puck drops. We're going to go Hurricanes on the money line. Uh, to come from our man Jeff Hockman, look, the Hurricanes have lost. They lost 4-2 at Pittsburgh on Monday. Despite outshooting the Penguins 43-20, to Carolina 4-1 and over its past five games, outshooting all five teams 191 to 139. They're putting the puck on the net, so you love to see that. We're going to go with the Hurricanes money line minus 110. All right. Everybody, before we get into the picks, make sure sign up the Sportsline Early Edge March Madness Bracket Group. You see the link down there right now. We talked about all of the different prizes that we're going to give out. Look, if anybody beats me, one of you, I'm taking you and your crew out to the bar in Nashville for beers, live bets, you name it. Yeah, like, I mean, there are so many prizes that we have on the board. Not to mention Noah has something cooking down there from the bosses we don't even know what he has going on. So make sure sign up. You've got about two hours left before these things lock. Let's jump into it now. CBSports.com backslash early edge bracket. All right, let's get into our picks for today. And you know what, Michael Roberts, I'm coming to you. You've got three nice college basketball plays for us. Hit us with it, man. Yeah, we're going to start with uh, St. Peter's. I think the Kentucky line is uh, overinflated by about four points. And I look at St. Peter's and what they did uh, the last seven games. Absolutely amazing. Getting better as the season ends, closing out, as the importance of the games uh, became larger, they came up big, especially defensively. So on the season, they average uh, 38% allowed uh, shooting field goals. And in the last seven games, it's down to 31%. I think they're going to attack Kentucky, give them a hard time, not necessarily win the game, but hang in there and make it a little tougher uh, than usual. And I'm going to go with St. Mary's. So we got St. Patrick theme going here, right? St. Peter's, St. Mary's right there. It looks like a nice hookup. Uh, Moneyline laying a dollar forty, And this is another thing, their last seven games. <laughs> Can you imagine your last seven games, you played Gonzaga three times and they actually won one of them. I think they're one of the best teams in the country. And some of the other teams, I mean, the West Coast Conference used to uh, rag on Gonzaga all the time. Oh, you play these guys, these guys. Okay. Well, look who they played here. San Francisco, I have rated number 24. Um, it should actually be favored in this game. I think uh, that's a, a, a play. Uh, Santa Clara, number 56, and BYU, 78. So that's three Gonzaga 
three against really good uh, West Coast Conference teams, and uh, they they got through with only two losses. So I like them. And then over in the North Carolina Marquette game, I think the last two games, uh, Carolina got frustrated in the tournament playing slowdown teams. Uh, Virginia slowed it down, beat them. Uh, I mean, uh, Virginia Tech did, and Virginia slowed it down another game. I think they're going to want to get out and run, and I don't think Marquette is going to uh, resist that. In fact, I think Marquette is going to instigate it and do a little running and um, might even actually win the game outright. So uh, over big pace there. So St. Peter's taking all those points, St. Mary's on the money line and the over in UNC Marquette. Good luck today, guys. There we go. I like it. Great picks. Great picks. All right. You know what? We got a little surprise coming to the end of this show. Jay Smooth hit us next. What do you got? All right, let's do it. Let's do it. First of all, I'm going to just feed right off of Micah here at Marquette. Yeah, let's go. Let's do it. I, uh, I'm going to take them right now. The line is on the move, so you can get plus four. I think it's a little too big. I'm probably my official play was at three and a half, but I, I love I love this plus four number. We love an extra little uh, push condition there. But let's talk a little bit about it. All right. Marquette is basically playing in a tougher conference to me. I think this is where conference strength, the schedule and all that type of stuff really comes into play. You start looking at these teams out of the big East that are just better than the teams out of the ACC. In my opinion, there are some powerhouses in the ACC. Don't get me wrong. Obviously there are some big ones, but this Marquette team played a gauntlet of a schedule coming down the end of the season here. They played so many like quad one games, especially on the road against some good teams in, you know, the top 50 teams on the road are, are hard games and they played a lot of them. So I really think Marquette's ready to go. They did not have a good end of the year. There's a lot of red on their sheet, but that shouldn't scare you off. This team was playing good teams in hard scenarios. I think they come out with a lot of firepower. I watched them play the big East tournament. Creighton was really nice in that tournament. So I'm not really going to give them too much, uh, you know, flack for leaving in the first round. I think they're ready. I think they want to make a little noise. I think they get this win over UNC who's already done some big things in their season, you know, hand, uh, Coach K, that loss at Cameron to end the year is probably going to be one of their high points unless they make a crazy run. But I do think that Marquette's coming out maybe with a little bit more hunger and a better schedule under their belt. So they should be able to cover the plus four, in my opinion. And then we're going to I'm taking a lot of points. So, you know, just just put it all out there. Then we're going to go to Boise. I love this Boise play. Getting the plus three and a half on the eight seed is just a, a gift. I have this team winning in my bracket. I have them winning the game. Give me the plus three and a half. Give me the extra possession and the hook. I just think this is too much for a Boise State team that grinds it out. We saw how Memphis does against stout defenses. Boise State does come in in the top 20 in the nation in defensive efficiency. So I do think that they might run into some trouble again. Tigers did. I mean, we, we won that bet, bet on Sunday. So let's do it again. Fade the Tigers. Take Boise State plus two and a half. And then really quickly, I'll just mention my Norfolk State pick that I did give out at plus 21 against Baylor today because that is also still on the board. Um, yeah, 21 is a little bit big here. I think Baylor is probably looking ahead a bit. They want to get out of this first round, make it to the Sweet 16, get healed up, get rested, get their players back, uh, try to make another deep run. I don't know if their focus is going to be on this first round. Winning by 15 seems a little tough. This Norfolk team is better than you expect. So, yeah, I'm probably fading Baylor in both of these first two rounds, taking the points against them. They should still win, though. You know, it's never a bad time to take points, and especially this time of year, taking points with good basketball teams. Yeah, 100%. Now, everybody, I wanted to set a, I wanted to set the tone for March Madness today, and I wanted to see something that we've never seen, I believe, on this show before. M squared in the maestro spot, right? 
We want to set the tone early and often. We're going to cash today, all weekend long. M Square is going to set it for us. And you know what? I mean, it wouldn't be the show if we did. You know the drill. Set. <laughs> Give it to me. All right, let's set the tone with a couple plays that most people are not going to like. Uh, First play here, Michigan minus one. This is a team that I have hated most of the season. I don't think they are a great team. However, I think they are the better team here in this matchup with Colorado State. Colorado State is a trendy underdog play in this spot. It's largely a fade against Michigan for the public. Around 60% of the tickets, about 80% of the money coming in on Colorado State. Nobody wants to back Michigan. I do. Fortunately, I have a computer that thinks for me. So what this one's all about, though, Colorado State, in terms of size, they rank 303rd in the country. They are certainly undersized. Michigan definitely is not. But Michigan, the reason why the models still like them here is they played the third toughest strength of schedule, according to my numbers, which factors in who won what game, et cetera. Lots of different factors. They had the third toughest strength of schedule only behind Alabama and Kansas. I think this is a great spot for him. All the news, all the talk is about Devontae Jones' concussion not going to play in this game. I still make Michigan the better team on the floor. And then finally, the last thing I want to talk about in this game, don't discount the fact that they are playing in Indianapolis where they're very familiar with playing in an early start time game. It's the first game of the day here. Thinking about the Colorado State Mountain Time team, this is a 10 a.m. tip for them on the road in more of a home environment for Michigan in a game, in a situation that they are way more comfortable in than Colorado State. I know you guys hate it, but I'm taking Michigan minus one. I love any time that M squared starts his picks with, yeah, I got some y'all going to hate. That's the way that I love it, man. That's when you know that the picks are going to be solid. All right, before we get to our recap of picks today, one more time, join the early edge March Madness bracket. They're going to lock here in about two hours. It's your last chance to get it. If you think that you could take down me, Micah, M Squared, Jay Smooth, Coach, Maestro, everybody, Noah, everybody in the group, come bring it. We got tons of prizes. It's going to be tons of fun. And we go every single day, so we're going to highlight everyone at the top of the leaderboard as we go along. And I'll tell you what, at least one of you is going to come live on the show and might do more. So everybody make sure, cbsports.com backslash early edge bracket. All right, Jeweler, everybody. Oh, look, I didn't even have to say grab your paper, grab your pencil. Jeweler is all over it today. M squared, he's on Michigan minus one. Providence, you see the asterisk there, minus two. Jay Smooth, Boise State, plus three. Marquette plus three and a half Norfolk state plus 21. These have been given out on previous shows. We want to make sure that we have everybody's picks on here. Michael Roberts on St. Peter's plus 18 St. Mary's money line at minus 140. Marquette, North Carolina over 151 and a half site play. We're going to the NHL Carolina hurricanes money line minus 110. I am on Longwood plus 17 gave that earlier in the week. You I think you could get it actually plus 18 now. Uh, so take a look there. Tennessee, they've only beaten three teams by seven by 17 points or more. Yeah, and it was a long time ago. So look, Tennessee's going to win, but take that. Arkansas minus five, solid play there as well. Chip Patterson, Murray State minus one. Zach Simony, St. Mary's minus three. He bought that down, minus 125. And the Jewelers Gym today. Plus 410, Longwood plus 18, Iowa money line, Yukon money line, St. Mary's money line. That's going to be a nice one, Jeweler. I like that. 
right there. So everybody, thank you so much for tuning in. We are going to be live at, uh, yeah, 1 p.m. Eastern here, and we're going to have a watch party. We're actually going to have two watch parties today. We're going to go live at 1 p.m. Eastern and 6.30 p.m. Eastern to live. just watch these games, bet them live. Yeah, you see it right there. We're going to go through it, live bet these games, uh, you know, and just have fun, you know, throughout. We saw you saw what we did during the Super Bowl. We're going to do that as well. So make sure to join us 1 p.m. Eastern and 6.30 p.m. Eastern.